This is the Grey Area Podcast, talking all things rap and hip-hop from the UK to across the pond. The facts are black and white, but our opinions are somewhere in the middle. We're about the music, not the gossip. Positive more than negative. Quality over quantity. Substance is worth more than clickbait. There is something I want to say before we get going, though, before we dig into the episode, and that's RIP MF Doom. That was a that was a tough one. Well, he died back in October, so it it was kind of upsetting. But then also, I was kind of like, that proves that we just don't know nothing about this man. Mm. And I'm so glad that his Mm. hopefully his legend stays intact, where he just his private life is his private life. Although, Mm. I hope he's been recording like video recording a lot of his stuff. I want to see like a big documentary come out on MF Doom. And if that footage is there, I'll be sad. I'm expected to see, you know, uh, Madlib in the studio, where, you know, sat, yeah, sat yeah. in front of the big yeah. thing. Oh. And, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but look, I know, Sam, you're uh, you're probably the, the biggest fan here out of all of us. I've been listening to a long, long time. For me, it's been about probably eight, nine years I've been listening to Doom. Mm. And I won't say, sit here and say he's one of my favourite artists of all time or anything like that. But in terms of lyricism and being a master of language, not just in rap or music, but just period of all time. He goes down as one of the, the true greats, man. The I'd also like to say he's one of the best producers words. in the scene. Yes, underrated. Yeah. Massively underrated. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there because I know we all, we all, you know, love and appreciate him. So. Yeah, I repeat to that guy, but to be honest, oh, he was old. You know what I mean? It's not like, he, it's not like we're, we're losing so many young rappers now. Yeah, he was almost 50, wasn't he? That's what he was nearly 49, 60. Wasn't he? No, he was nearly 60. Oh, was he? No, oh, no, was no. He, he wasn't he 49? Really? That's what I thought he was 49. I yeah. thought he was 49 when he died. That's what. Does that See, sound this right? is how elusive yeah, he is. We all have a different age. No, no, he's 49. But he's, <laughs> in my eyes, he's old. He's, he's got kids. He's got. Obviously, yeah. no one should die. Everyone should live forever and all that kind of shit. But like all these young guys, we lost Pop Smoke last year. We lost oh, King yeah. Von last yeah. year. We lost so many people last year for some Fair bullshit. Enough. And then we nearly lost Dr. Dre yesterday. What the fuck's oh, that about? Man. That was bad. <laughs> like, what? That was crazy. That's when I turned. That's when I just turned off my phone because the internet just got a little bit too much for me. It was like it's, all this stuff deep. with, uh, and then the oh, Kanye mess yeah, and, uh, and the coronavirus. And then when I saw Dr. Yes. Dre had an aneurysm, as soon as I saw he said he was doing great, I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, because I saw that thing that you said, Kieran. What like rumors about he's gay or something? That is mad rumors. So like, mad. like the rumors are mad. Like what, Dr. Dre's like, gay. Yeah, I no, 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 Kanye. no, Kanye. Oh, Kanye. Oh, oh, yeah. oh I can, I can yeah. still believe that. Dr. Heard... Dre is gay with Kanye. Yeah, I can't oh, believe that. that. Like, <laughs> no, 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 I can believe Kanye is gay. I can, I can believe that, yeah. But yeah. he's divorced yeah. now, isn't he? He's di- apparently him and Kim Care divorced. That's a sad day. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's leave all that for TMZ. Let's dig into the, uh, <laughs> the episode. He's like, don't get cancelled in episode one, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, so 2020. Was it a good year for rap? Before we get into our top picks, was it a good year? No. Uh, my my, no. my short I mean, answer is it no. Was, uh, I mean, it was mediocre, wasn't it? Kind of. Yeah. It was, it, I wouldn't say it's like a breakout year. It was just sort of stuff. Like, there were some good projects, but is it a great year? I don't, I don't even know. You don't know what really. songs slap and what songs don't slap if you don't get to see them performed or hear them out. Do you know what I mean? Like you do, okay, mm. I'm sat at home like, this is the banger, but like, is it the banger? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It, it, I see what you mean. So it's like I don't I don't know what songs banged. Clearly, a lot of stuff. Mm. Probably the bigger artists delayed, delayed, delayed. Kid Cudi dropped to the end of the year, and you know that's that's a welcome drop, but mm. it, it's it's not what I expected from this year. Pretty sure Drake pushed yeah. his album back. 
I'm pretty sure he's been selling that album since well when he first dropped all them other songs with all the proper the the quality of the visuals tells me that those are part of his album and I'm sure the album was meant to drop end of summertime and it, it just didn't because of Corona like he he doesn't want to drop an album and not be able to tour it somewhere. It felt like the year of the lyricists for me because like you say. You couldn't really see if the club records worked because you couldn't go to a club. You couldn't see if the bangers for the festival worked because you couldn't go to a festival. But the, the stuff that you would listen to in your room or in the car was fine. Do you know what I mean? Because you could still do that. Yeah. That's why I think a lot yeah, of... Uh, I look at the Grammys. Look at the, the, the best rap album category for the Grammys. I've never seen it that lyrical. But I can't remember it being that lyrical in, in recent memory. Um, over here, I thought we had a pretty strong year, though. A lot of variety. Oh, yeah, no. This year's been great f- for UK music. The only problem is a lot of these rappers aren't going to make the money they should have made off touring. Because U- mm. UK touring is kind of similar to American touring, but it's like, obviously, the money's a little bit less. But, you know, where you can go all to every uni and perform and get whatever you get and every club in every major city and perform, these guys are just sat on their ass. Yeah. Shout out Potter Paper. Yeah. I loved his project. <laughs> well, let's see if it comes up in this. Oh seat. shit! Hold on, um, let me add that to my thing. <laughs> okay, the last minute picks. All right, let's start. In uh, Kieran, what was your top five from five to one? Okay, I'll just run through them. Yeah. So, Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof. That was mm. five. Freddie Gibbs and Madlib, Alfredo. Mm-hmm. Childish Gambino, Free Fire, fifteen twenty. Um, mm-hmm. Run the Jewels, RTJ4, and mm-hmm. then Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon, The Chosen. Wow, okay. Theo? Right, so at number five was J Huss, Big Conspiracy. Well, Big Conspiracy. Yeah. Um, four was Run the Jewels, four. Yeah. Three was uh, Benny the Butcher, Burning the Proof. Mm-hmm. Two was Conway from King to a God. Ooh. And what one was Brilliant Alchemist Alfredo. Okay. Right. Well, mine, number five, I've got uh, Boldy James and the Alchemist, The Price of Tea in China. Number four, I've got Stove God Cooks and Rock Marciano, Reasonable Drought. Number three, Run the Jewels, RTJ4. Number two, Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist, Alfredo. And number one, conspiracy can you see that behavior what is happening <laughs> <laughs> nah sorry that was see that was good behavior sean's a good guy for me mine is to be honest, mine's kind of rocky um number five i've got benny the butcher mm-hmm. four i've got edna by heady one three mm-hmm. pray for paris west side gun two is a bit of a kind of uh you guys are not going to hate this, but Heaven or Hell by Don Tolliver. And number one <laughs> is Big Conspiracy by Jay Huss. Okay. Right, well, looking through the picks, it seems like the most... Cons- uh, it's Benny. Let's start. Yeah, let's start with Benny. Benny. Yeah, let's Benny. start with Benny. Kieran, why did you, uh, why did you throw Benny in there? The lyricism, the voice... The production, the songs, the sequencing—it was everything about the album. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. You sound quite close. Twenty-five, though. 
Oh, do you know what? The order was a little bit rough. I'm not going to lie. That <laughs> order wasn't wasn't too strict. Um, yeah. But I just felt I preferred the other albums that I mentioned. And I felt okay. like the others reached higher heights. Right. I feel like Kid right. Cudi went number one for you because it was like, it was good. And it, it was mm. it was better than, in your in your taste of music, it was better than the rest. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. why it went to number one for you. Like, I, I understand mm. that one. It was personal, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And then Theo, yours, you got it at number three, so like bang in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, no, just because I've been playing that album, like ever since it's been released, I've been playing it nonstop and it's not, it's replay value, it's still there, it still bangs, it still gives me the same reaction I did when I first listened to it. But as Kieran said, the production, Hit Boy just did his thing on that. The way Benny is spitting across the whole album is just, well, just love it. It's only a few sort of, like, what was it? I think it's not timeless. There's, um, oh, I don't know, the, the one with Don Kennedy. I can't remember the name now. I can't remember the name of the track. But um, yeah, there's only, like, if if I could take that out, then maybe then it would have been higher. But no, the album's just flawless for me, really. It's great. But mm. if you want to know why I've got Conway above Benny, I just think Conway's album is underrated. That album is amazing. I've been listening to it a lot more. And just lyrically, Conway is just a monster. And I just think that album is fantastic. And it's underrated. He had such a good year. He had such a good year, Conway. From the, yeah. the guest features to the to the EP as well with Alchemist. Yeah, um, that Lulu. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and Sam, you had it as well, didn't you? Number five, Benny. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I like Benny. I like Benny. He makes good music. That album's a good, a good album to me. It it got to number five because I feel like for what. I enjoy listening to like riding around or stuff that makes it onto my gym playlist or stuff that I just can sit and listen to it over and over and over again. It wasn't that, but I can't deny that it was very, very good. Like I would listen to it again. So that that's what this list is mainly. Albums that I would listen to again or songs that I would take off each album and listen to separately. So yeah, kind of just echo what everyone else said. It's, it's a really good album. The fact it's at number five isn't indicative of like, my my score of it, I definitely. I don't remember what I said when we when we rated it. It would probably be like an eight or something, like a mid eight or something like that. So it's yeah, yeah. yeah it's just it's just it had to be in there, and it was originally an honorable mention. But I felt like if I'm gonna put Don Tolliver at number two, I have to put this album in. Mm. Okay. Balance it out. Okay. Yeah, mm. to balance it out because it obviously these are all my personal picks. This is what I liked. It's not based on like this is what you should listen to, you know? It's definitely not that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, only narrowly missed for me. It was literally, because I did a top 10, top 15 sort of throughout, I was just, you know, recording throughout the year. Um, it was six. It was it was right there, right there. But I just, I'd, I've had the price of Tia China longer. Do you know what I mean? So it's been playing, it's been in rotation more. Um, maybe if I had a bit more time with Burn the Proof, I might get, I might have got a bit more attached to it, but... Um, that's the only reason it didn't really get. Album's only been out two months. Yeah, was it October or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Okay, so the other one that's coming up a lot is Alfredo. No surprises for you guys. No yeah, that's because of the Alchemist um, beats. I feel like that's what's carrying it for you guys. The trend. No, 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 oh, not for no, me. No, not for me. For me, it's no, Freddie. No, no, yeah, Freddie, like... Freddie is a monster on that. I'm sorry, oh. Freddie. Freddie in that album highlights why Freddie is one of the top five rappers out there. Period. But it's a perfect combination of production and Freddie proving why he's an amazing rapper. That is why it's number one for me. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. I would have Conway number one. Uh, Freddie, Freddie does his thing. Yeah, Freddie does his thing on it. 
I think Freddie's the best since 2018, all round, me personally. I think his run since 2018 is unmatched. I mean, you can you can talk about other people selling more or maybe some artists are doing a bit more in the, on the critical sense. But, you know, for me personally, I don't think there's been anyone better than Freddie Gibbs. What if he's that rapper's rapper, you know? What if he's that rapper that all the rappers listen to, you know? Because there has to be that guy. And what if that is um, Freddie Gibbs? Yeah, I mean... yeah. Possibly, I know what you mean. They often say that about the proper sort of the underground enigmas out there, but he's he's kind of he's he's not, I wouldn't even call he's in a weird space for me. He's he not got no radio song underground, but he's not. No, yeah, but he's not radio. Yeah, yeah. He's he, not radio. He's not club. But he's. I feel like he's he's the rapper's rapper. I don't know how uh, certified his his whole story is and whatever, but he's doing it well. He's like he, for me, he's where Griselda's at, but he's obviously on his own, which is difficult, and he's old. Yeah. He's got a few more years than them in the game. That's why he's probably at that level now because he's just honed his craft a bit more. That's the thing as well, though. I feel like I feel like right now we try to make young rappers like put them on a pedestal, and be like, "Oh, this young rapper should be the best rapper he could be right now." So basically, the people he's competing against have been rapping for like fifteen years. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I agree with um, I agree with uh, Kieran and Theo. Yeah. In the sense that, I mean, you know, you all know I love the Alchemist, but Freddie, especially on, is it track two, God is Perfect? That is like... Yeah, that's when he, rap, he yeah. raps yeah. fast on that one, right? Yeah, that is God-level yeah. MC. And that is, yeah. uh, you know, I, I remember hearing that for the first time and just being like, what is going on? I knew, for, I've, I've liked Freddie Gibbs for a long time. I was like, this is different, different levels. Um, and I mean, to give to give Alchemist credit as well, the way he sequenced, uh, the way he tracked me, uh, yeah, sequence the track list, the transitions between tracks, things that you would think, well, why does that work? But it just does. Um, yeah, and it's just a, it's a brilliant project. Just narrowed out by Big Conspiracy for me. Narrowed out. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't hear Big Conspiracy more, to be honest, but I don't feel like it's for everybody. Oh, well, he's, he's, he's come on three yeah, yeah he's he's no, no, I was saying, I thought, I thought it was going to be a unanimous. Everyone was going to say big conspiracy. Oh, okay. I feel like okay. it's, it definitely wasn't everyone's type of type of vibe, especially because I don't know. It it came it came so early in the year. Like, do people really remember it? I don't know, but I still listen to quite a lot of it to this day. Yeah, that was the thing for me as well. It's almost like January to mid March is its own year. Yeah, <laughs> when the world was open. Yeah, like, and then yeah. and then after that was, yeah. was twenty twenty. So, um, yeah. but that's but that was the thing for me is like the J, the J Hus album we have had for almost a year now, and it is it's not it's not got boring for me. I don't think not it's going to age. I don't think that album can age if that makes sense. Mm. It's it's mm. it's his good kid, Mad City. It's a it's a mature album where he's he's refining things it's it's sad there's not more well there is no j5 on the album but you know what i mean as in well, no there is j5 what am i talking about I'm yeah there is there's a bit of j5 yeah, yeah. I, I liked the not as much what's though. it called the first album he did i forgot the name of it now oh, um, yeah Sense. the fact it was produced top to bottom by one producer it gave it a nice cohesive feel yeah but this album it's a mature album and it works and all the all the vibes land for me if anything the features are pretty shit but you know that's that's just to be expected. Yeah, he, yeah. he went for the big, big features, Burner Boy, Coffee, LMA. You know what I mean? He's trying to get radio play. He was trying to do mm. festival stages and stuff, but obviously it didn't work out. Yeah. The reason yeah. I didn't put it in my five, because I think 
you were expecting it to be there is because, like Sean said, it didn't really feel like a 2020 album to me. Like, it didn't define my year because I feel like we got shook up a bit and just everything that came after that was like a new year for me. So, I don't know, just at the end, I just feel like that's not my 2020. Mm. I I had to go check it came out in 2020 because 2020 felt so weird. I felt like it came at the end of 2019. But yeah, I was like, oh, shit, that's my number one then, Joe. I think there's a bit of pride in it as well for me within being UK. It's like this guy is, um, to me, he's the bar in over our way. He is the bar. Like he's the he's, he's in his own it. realm. No one's going to get that high. No one's going to yeah. be able to do it. Yeah. But he to... might not be selling the most, but that who cares about that? It's just the, the overall product, the, the music, the, it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't know who's on his level. I'm surprised really. I'm the only person with two UK projects in mind, but I guess that's understandable. Yeah, you've got Edna. You've got yeah, Edna in there. I like Edna, man. It's, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a, yeah. uh, an example of what UK drill can be. It can be fun. It can be mm. playful. There can be singles that land, not for me, but they land for the wider public, you know? that That's yeah, why yeah. It's, it's in there. It's in there because for me, it's like, there's five songs on there that I actually like and have on my day-to-day playlist. And then mm-hmm. there's, I guess for everybody else, there's songs that if there were parties to be had this summer, those would have been playing all Princess Cuts and the other one with, what's his name, um, AJ Tracy and that. Ain't It Different and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, Ain't It Different would definitely be playing at the parties, man. That, exactly. that is 100%. So, yeah, he, he yeah. made a good effort at making a, a commercially viable drill album. And the videos, the visuals, that's another thing I took into account with all of this. There's no Jay Huss visuals, unfortunately. But Benny the Butcher's visuals was good. Edna had good visuals. So that's why they kind of made it to that four and five spot because of the the stuff that went around them, and I saw the visions that of what it could have been if yeah, there were yeah. no COVID. And he's at the top of his lane as well, right? You know, like Jay Huss is obviously the kind of leader of the whole Afro swing sound. Eddie's got to be at the top of the drill sound, right? And I don't mean he's the best or he's the most um, authentic in terms of the sound, but it just but overall he is the the, the, the thing is right? the thing is with drill, right? To be the best at drill, you have to basically be in prison nonstop. And I'm not, I'm joking. I'm not waiting that long for albums to come out. Let let somebody just, you know what I mean, denounce the road and just make money off music because I can't deal with this whole, yeah, Younger Stabber is now in prison and he's in prison for the next nine years. Oh, free my man. What do you mean he killed like six people? Like, he's a bad yeah. person. A bad, bad person. I see what you, I feel what you mean. I feel what you mean. Okay. So yeah, no, it's good to see um, uh, at least a couple UK projects in it. Mm. I wish there was more it's for good. me to pick from, but there literally is none. Nobody fucking mm. makes music over here. People just make. Well, there's, a, there's a couple. There's well, a couple. Maybe come on to later. Oh well, yeah, I've got a mention. Oh oh my god, no, that oh, yeah. could, that could never be at the top of my list. Mela <laughs> baby, baby. <laughs> no, no, that could never be in my list. Do you know what though? To be fair, D Block Europe, yeah. Even though we don't like D Block Europe, everybody else fucking loves them. Well, not everybody else. People that don't like rap music love D Block Europe because it, it it's singy, it's it's drugs. It's the young well. generation, isn't it? Like that new gen kind of sound. Yeah, nah, anybody who's below like twenty, maybe twenty one. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Anyone who's blown them ages, they they like that D block stuff a, a lot. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, Moving we have on. to move on from D block. Uh, I don't, I don't, like that. <laughs> I don't want to talk about That's offensive. Um, Kieran, you've got um, Childish Gambino's album in there, mm. and I remember us talking about that way back. 
Mm. Um, how come that stayed no, stayed in there? You you brought negative vibes about that you album. Brought bad vibes. <laughs> I feel like I listened to that recording the other day, oh, and he brought yes. bad bad vibes. <laughs> no, that album for me is what I deem like as great albums. Like when I look at what a good album consists of, I want like something that's an album craft, something that's like a world that's been created. All the songs relate. Everything feels like fixed into this world that this artist has wanted to give us, not just like a compilation of songs or like mm. hot singles and a few deep cuts. Like I think like Childish Campinas is probably the most solid one I chose as an album other than RTJ. But I remember Sean was asking, is that a rap album? And I, I was begging that it was kind of just, it's just black people music. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I hear that as well. I wasn't sure whether to include it or not, but I mean, he does rap on it and he comes from like, hip-hop world so i thought i'm i'm not debating it i'm i'm you know what I mean? i'm just i'm playing a, a sure that's i'm playing devil's advocate no uh, fair enough because you've raised a good point because i could have added something to my top five but i didn't know if i could deem it hip-hop or not so i left it out so it'll be mentioned it'll be mentioned later but yeah like, that would have gone into my top five but I didn't yeah, I, I don't know if we should, we can't go into that conversation now but i feel like hip-hop should become an inclusive term rather than an exclusive term you know mm. You know, like, I've got, like, I sometimes I think even R&B stuff can be fitted into hip-hop conversations. Oh, yeah, no, it can, it could, it definitely can. I guess that's where you come into that conversation about urban music, but it's like, (laughs) not everybody came from an urban place. I don't really know what that title means. Do you know what I mean? But but seems like a good way to kind of move into your picks, um, Heaven or Hell. Um, yeah, probably the biggest surprise. Yeah. One of the biggest surprises. I just really like that kind of music. I don't know how to describe it to you. It does something to me, like that yeah. that that whole singing. Something about Don Toliver as well. The way he sings is mad, and I I really like it, man. Mm. It's, it's there's three songs on there that are just hard. Like they were Travis out. one. Nah, nah. It's after party, cardigan, and no idea. Just okay. all solo songs. He's he's like the thing is his music was out last 2019 summer so obviously a lot of it was you know i mean maybe it's dragging over to this year to say that it came out this year but the album's good you i don't think you guys would like it but i like it for uh it's good in the gym it's good to kind of drive to at night it's a vibe Mm. it's a good good do you know what i'll be honest i've not um not, not taken the time to really sit with him so Maybe I need to need to do that soon because I'm hearing things. I'm hearing good things about him. So he makes but, bangers. Yeah. He makes bangers, man. He makes yeah. absolute bangers, and he's um he's endorsed by uh, what's his name, Travis. I think he's signed to right. Travis. Yeah, I think he is. Okay. I think he's on that um, Jack Cactus, Boys. Yeah, Cactus. Whatever. Yeah, that's where I heard his name. Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. he's pretty wavy. Okay, and I guess we've got to talk about uh, what well, we of course we did run the jewels because that's come up here three times out of four. I mean, for me personally, I would say, and sometimes this confuses people, I would say that's the best album I heard last year. doesn't necessarily mean it's my favourite. And I know like, it, there's people saying that, what's her name, Fiona Apple's the best and blah, blah, blah. But I, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't understand, I'm not into her music yet. I don't I'm fully not, understand it. So I can't, I can't say that. I'd be lying if I did. But for me, out of every album throughout all genres, RTJ4 was the best I heard. The only thing for me, that stopped it from going higher is it feels like it was of that time. I've not, I've not, um, I've not returned to it as much as the two above it. 
I feel like I can play them two albums in more spaces, whereas Run the Jewels, I've got to be yeah. a little bit vexed. I've got to be a little, yeah. you know, be a little bit angsty. Yeah. It just reminds me of that period mm. of time, and it was perfect at that moment, but it's not got as much replay value as the two above it for me. Exactly. You're taking yeah. the words exactly out of my mouth. When I listened to RGJ, um, that was number one. That was the best album of the year, but it's the replay value. It feels like I need to be in that moment to listen to it. I can't just pick it up and just go and listen to it. I'm not in that. That's why it's dropped down the list. Otherwise, I'm telling you, if we did this, when it came out, it would be number one, hands down. But because of that, because of that um, precise thing, really, when you think of it, because like I tried to listen, I was listening to all these albums in the lead up to this and trying to get that sort of feel and that vibe. With that album, I really need to be in that mindset to listen to it. I can't just, so for example, like I'm, when I'm on my, listening to my playlist and stuff, I can't have certain tracks on that because it just doesn't feel right. Whereas Alfredo, I can listen to any track of that anytime, but I can't do that with Run The Jewels. Is that because it's so different though? Because I feel like that's what, that's what irks me about Run The Jewels is it's very different. Mm. It doesn't sit, it can't sit, like you said, it can't sit in a playlist with anything else. No, it can't. It's its own thing not. and I'm like, I always feel like what am I meant to do to this but what Kieran and Sean are always saying is you need to go to the live show and then you'll understand it yes. I'm like, I, I, can't yeah, go, yes. I can't go to the live show and enjoy it if I don't enjoy the music outside of the live show do you know what I'm trying to say yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, I yeah, feel yeah, like that's, yeah, what, yeah. that's what's wrong with it for me is I like different music but for me it's it, uh, Killer Mike's good okay I, I've lied before and said he's shit but he's not he's good but it's just so different <laughs> that I just don't know what to do with it do you know what? I think Killer Mike is the... It's, this isn't like a hot top, hot take, sorry. I think this is kind of the consensus, but Killer Mike for me is the accessible part of Run The Jewels. That's kind of what brings, I think, some people in. Whereas LP, with the, the rhyming style, the, the beats, I mean, I think he's phenomenal and, and needs to be spoken about a bit more, just his career in general. But yeah, Killer Mike for me is the kind of thing that brings in the, the, the sort of, I would say, the, the, the typical rap fan. A lot of um, rock, rock and metal fans like Run the Jewels, by the way. I think it it, it dances on that that borderline of um, of rebellious sounding music. It do, it might not be rebellious in its message or in its intent, but it's just it sounds rebellious, yeah. you know, because of the, huge. the beats. It's huge, yeah. I feel like yeah. one thing about Killer Mike as well is if you put into perspective that he's a southern rapper as well, and like his accents usually don't come off well in pop music. Like I feel like that's mm. one reason why Big Crit didn't blow because the accent was so strong, Southern. Um, mm. I just feel kind of proud of Killer Mike. Like, he's making some really cool, different music that's not yeah. trap. And it's like a product of Outkast, essentially, that kind of sound they're going for. That Stankonia sort of vibe. Yeah, it reminds you, of bo- that, reminds you yeah. a bit of Bomb Squad as well. You, you have to respect rappers that are doing stuff like that, though, that are making music that's clearly for them. It's not like they're trying to yeah, exactly. make yeah. music for us. They're like, fuck it, this is what I want to make right now. And that, it's interesting. Genuine friendship. Yeah, yeah, the the friendship comes yeah. through as well. They're they're a great duo for that. But I was gonna say that Pharrell track, the money one. I feel like that that's their most accessible song they've probably ever made as well. And I do think that can go on any playlist as well. Even though the topics are a bit triggering, but like, yeah, I like it. I think it it can go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I mean. Honorable Should we move mentions. on to some of our honourable mentions? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because you you've got one of my honourable mentions, Sean. So I've got because that album's hard. 
Still haven't listened to it. So hard. Sean's so been trying to push that shit on me for a while. It's, no, 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 no. I think it's hard, especially the second half. The second half, I'm like, wow. That almost made my top five. I'm telling you right now, it was a push. It, it literally just missed out. It's at number six, I'm telling you, because that album is hard. Feel, I got to a point, right? Because yeah. so I think the album came out in March, and I wasn't aware of it till the summer because I think Dead End Hip Hop did a, a review. So I yeah. went, I listened to the album so I could listen to the review, and it and I liked it, but. There was, at the time, there was Run of Jewels, there was Alfredo. Uh, I didn't get to it. I didn't get to sit with it. And then it, and then I've returned to it. I think, Sam, because you said that freestyle. And I was like, oh, yeah, Stove God. Stove God cooks. That freestyle made me made me realise I need to listen to this guy, man. I was like, shit. And I tell you, you know, if I had another month with it, it, it might have it might have got to number two. I'm, I'm loving that album right now. He, do you know what? I feel, I don't know whether you've got similar vibes as me. But because he, he's a kind of, uh, he does a bit of singing as well, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He reminds, it's like a gritty most deaf, the tone in his voice. Ooh, and he reminds me a little bit of Schoolboy Q in the sense that he's not a singer and he's, he's street and he's gritty as hell. He just, he's like, fuck it, I'm on the chorus. I'm doing it. And it sounds so good, man. So good. He's, uh, he, I don't want to say too much because he might be coming up in, you know, a different episode that we're doing. But um, he's one to watch, man. He's a Do you think he can refine what he does though? Because good freestylers tend to be shit rappers. Like every he's time. He's doing that on the album. There's, yeah, he's not a freestyle rapper on the album. He's making yeah. quality records. And the thing is, I, I mean, I, I know he's had a couple of different names or monikers or whatever. I don't know if there's other projects, but to me, and from what I can see, this is his first one. And to be well, strong was, yeah. out the gate is amazing, man. I, I, honestly... Getting with some and shout out to Rock Marciano for the beats as well because he's obviously more known for the rapping over the last ten years. But uh, he can get in with some other producers and put together a, a bit more of a varied album. Oh my god, I can't, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. But yeah, Stone Cold Cooks is one to one to watch. Sure. Cool. So that that Kieran, was that was on one yours? of Theo's honourable mentions, correct? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Honourable mentions, obviously. I mentioned Conway as well, but we've spoken about that because th that was mm. just a mad album. I felt like maybe that album was a bit too varied, though. I'm not sure. I wasn't sure. It wasn't sitting with me right, but I need to listen to it a yeah. bit more. Yeah, but no, but I'm, I'm telling you, you know how, like I said, I said it before when we previously, I, I, I was saying how Benny's was better with it. When I first listened to it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it was all right. But I'm telling you, that album ages like a nice fine wine. I'm telling you, it gets better every single time I listen to it. That album's getting better to me. And I'm catching lines that I did not catch before. And it's just, oh, it's just, no, I think yeah, he's, he's got, he's a good lyricist. Yeah. 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 That album was also close for me. I just, I, for some reason, because I think we said it at the time, Theo, it's about timing for me with albums. For yeah. some reason, when that album came out, I weren't ready for it. Mm, and, I yeah. just, and even though I listened to it in preparation for this and I enjoyed it mm -hmm. more, like you say, it gets better every time. It was, let's say it was like a seven or eight on my top ten. It, yeah. was, it was round about there. In fact, Griselda was in general. We didn't even speak about Praise of Paris. Yeah. 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 Um, Westside Gunner yeah. is another one of my honorable mentions. That was mine as well, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, we might as well ask why it was in yours because, um, yeah, it was number three for you. What was number three? Westside Gun. I just loved it, man. The beats, everything about it was good for me. Like, I feel like the first mm -hmm. listen was was enjoyable. The second listen was more enjoyable. I haven't really listened to it that much since the first five, six listens. So I listened to it after we reviewed it and whatever. 
But past that, I'll be like, oh, you know what I really want to hear? I want to hear $500 ounces. Oh, you know what I really want to hear? I want to hear mm-hmm. um, the other song. And I think I've got one one of those songs on my actual day-to-day playlist, but I can't remember what one it is. I can go look in a second. But yeah, it just it just had it had a high production value. The level of the rapping's good. It's got a lot of my favorite underground rappers going going in on it. So yeah, that's why it's in my actual list. Yeah, yeah. It felt like a bit of a moment to me, that album. Bit of a moment. Might have been partly because it was kind of the first one, like the first, not major release, but you know, fairly big release since the lockdown, I think. Yeah, sorry, I've got 327 on my daily playlist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that track. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it did have a, even though it wasn't a co- cohesive piece in terms of the content, and even like the skits, I remember when we spoke about it last year, I think you said it, Sam, the skits were a bit jarring and whatnot. The skits are funny, overall but, vibe. but it, the thing that pisses me off is the fact the skits are, are baked into the songs. Like mm. that pisses, I don't know why. I know some, most albums have the skits baked into the songs, but they fit like, <clears throat> I feel like with skits that are random like that, you need to put it in a separate track. So I, when I make my playlist, I don't have to listen to that bullshit sometimes. And and the, the thing that needs to be mentioned is that whole line about, is it the tap dancing on the, on the what, is he, what does he say? And then there's a the little tap dancing in the background. What song is that? Oh, he oh. says dancing on the, I remember, I remember what you're saying. It was, yeah, it was cold. It was so cold. Closely followed by, uh, this is why you got to get to this stuff called Cooks. There's a, there's a bit where he talks about uh, spitting through the wire like Kanye, and he's like, spitting through the wire like that. Honestly, the <laughs> delivery is crazy. crazy. Um, okay. I, I just wanted to add realize. one more. I just oh, wanted to add one more um, honourable mention. Nas's King's Disease. Yeah, that's on mine as well. I know, I know Sam's not going to like that, but that album, that album. <laughs> how did you do it? To be honest, I'm glad you brought that up, Kim, because it is a good album. It did it's, it's really good. Yeah, like, it's really, really good. Song. I think it's one really. of his best albums, actually. Like, yeah. arguably, as good as Life is Good, if not better. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree. It was solid. I didn't expect that from Nas, especially after the last album, yeah. um, Nasir, because it didn't go as well as he wanted it to. Mm. And, uh, yeah. And getting hit boy, who was on a run. Well, that, actually, that was, started, that, that, that was the start of the run, wasn't it? But it was, yeah, um, it was great. No, I can't fault that album. But he did really, really well on it, and it was a solid piece of work. Really, it was probably some of Nas's best rapping in a long time. Like you Defo. said, since until life, um, since life is good. So, solid project for me. Defo. What's the final track? Not the not the one, the banger one with ASAP Ferg and that. What's the the is it cure? The, right, the cure. Yeah, yeah, the cure. Yeah, love that. Love that track. Yeah. But Kieran, I've just realised we didn't get to re- we didn't really get to Man on the Moon three. Oh yeah, um, why that that's one. number one. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, do you know what it is? Like when that album came out, I was waiting for a, a major release the whole year. So yeah. and I woke up weirdly at like five a.m. that day. So I turned it on like half asleep in bed. I had a mad experience listening to that album. I felt like I was like <laughs> taken to space and then like flown around a few planets and then like he landed me comfortably in bed and I went back to sleep. I was like <laughs> that was a great experience basically. I had to oh, put it God. first. <laughs> you really were the man on the moon. Jesus. It was a pursuit of happiness. Fair enough. I can't argue with it. When you explain it like that I can't argue with that. Yeah. Okay. That album's a journey. Okay. Sam, what about you? Any honourable mentions? Honourable mentions for me. I've got three. I, okay. oh, we already mentioned one. Um, I mentioned Pot of Paper earlier, but I just feel like he needs mm. more respect. Like, Pot of Paper is a really good rapper. 
He's he's not he's not making songs that are how can I put it? They're not they're not radio songs. They're not hits, but they're him telling a real story in a really interesting yeah. way. He's a real rapper. Yeah, he's a real real rapper, and he's local. Pop pop pop. Mm-hmm. Um, Kid Cudi already been mentioned, but yeah, the reason why I didn't make it to my actual list is because I need to sit with it more. But I do like it. He did a lot okay. on that album, and no one's showing gigs any love. But that now or never project ain't too bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. That came yeah. out in November, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, feel I like didn't sit with that enough. <clears throat> I feel like if we were out, we would know that that project slaps. Me and Theo already clocked the, yeah. the banger, Buff Baddies. Oh, Josh, that is... <laughs> sorry, I love that song, man. That song is hard as fuck. And, and uh, the, the song with Dave is crazy. I feel like that would be a big song. Because yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. got a lot of mad quotables in that song. Yeah, They're a good duo then, too. They've got a good track record. Yeah, they are, yeah. they are. Yeah. They, they um, should do I've... a collab album, but I don't think they ever would, so let's not get our hopes up. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know if that'll happen. So I've got, um, I've obviously got Griselda in there. I've got like three or four projects that Griselda, you know, Griselda, around, Griselda. around the top five. Um, UK for me as well, Parcelu, send them to Coventry. Oh, yeah, that's that really hard. solid. That project is hard, hard, man. I can't call hard. it a mixtape. That's God. an album. That's a good album. Um, I know it is a mixtape, but it's it's album quality. He's um, again. I'm not going to dig into him too much because I want to say more about him another time. But um, he's really, really one to to watch out for, man. He's had a great year. That was a good project. Um, I liked. I don't know if you've ever got to this car, Descendants of Cain. Oh, I've heard of it. I've not listened. To, I've not listened. I've heard. Of, I've heard of him. I've not actually sat down and listened to it really. So that'll be one to check out really. Yeah, I don't know if it's one of his best, but it's just, um, again, he's one of these wordsmiths, man. He's just, he's so good, so good at the English language. And then he's, he's always got a very um, interesting concept to his album, and it's quite consistent thematically and whatnot. It's, a, it's definitely worth a listen. And then there's, there's a couple others, but I think, you know, I won't go on a bit, but I have to mention this name, Mac Miller. I have to mention Mac Miller. Still oh, haven't yeah. listened to it. What? What? That album... The, the reason why I weren't up there for me is just because I've not listened to it enough because it's a tough listen. It's oh, well, <laughs> yeah. well, Sean, you know how I was speaking earlier? That was mm. that was the album. That, that would have made my top five, but I didn't know if it was, like, because it's such a... Mm. I didn't know if I could class it in that bracket of what was... Oh, I, don't know if, I don't even know if you can class it as hip-hop, really, but I love that album. That album's yeah. up in my top albums. It's a hard listen, but it's, it's perfect. It's the, like, perfect sort of post-humorous album you could... Give to someone really. It's just yeah. It's one of the best I've heard. Yeah. But they did it in a very respectful and tactful yeah, way. Exactly. And the family yeah. was involved and he had a great producer behind it yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. It I, I can't call it a rap album. If you if that was the only time you'd ever the only project you'd listen to from Matt Miller, you'd say he's a singer-songwriter. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like alternative R and B and a bit of, you know, folk or whatever. Um yeah, it's just the only reason is I've probably listened to it four or five times because it's just. Oh, I've, yeah. I've listened to it loads though, but I haven't oh, listened yeah. to it. But, but yeah, I know it's a hard listen, but it's yeah. such a perfect way to send Mac off, really. So yeah, yeah. Just a quick note: I still haven't listened to it, and I, I don't think I, I don't. It's not. I don't think I ever will, but I definitely won't be listening to it anytime soon. It's, it's still, it's still going to upset me, and I don't, I don't want to be upset, especially with how last year went. I don't want to be, I don't want to be more upset. <laughs> Do you know what, what it is, Sam? Like. 
I, I've listened to songs from it and mm. put them on a playlist because I've got like a 20, 20 playlist of songs. Yeah. And every time they come up, I'm like, this is good music, but it's making me feel really sad. So I just press next every time it comes on. No, it, it is a hard listen. I'm telling you, it's a hard listen because when I listen to it for the first time, yeah, it, you, you'll, choke, you'll choke up a bit. I'm not going to lie to you because yeah. especially when it comes to the end of it, I was a bit like, oh God, this is, yeah. Because it's, it's done so feeling. well. Yeah, there's a weird feeling at the end of it of um, I don't know. It's like it's almost like you get he was kind of at peace with yeah. Yeah, does it feel like a good final album though? Because because that's what that's what a lot of people end up missing if a if an artist dies before their time. It's the sense of finality that this person got to finish what they were doing. You know, you do get clarity from it. Definitely, Mm. you get clarity that this was yeah, yeah. But there was meant to be one more. Swimming circles was meant to be part of a trilogy of albums. That's the yeah. only thing that I, where I would say there's no sort of finality. That album's still oh, good. Oh. I still play a lot oh. of that album to this day, to be honest. What, Swimming? Mm. Oh, I love Swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swimming. Yeah. Damn yeah, good album. Definitely. Yeah. I, I, um, I hate the slander towards Swimming, but that's another, that's another topic. Why is there slander towards that? No, people don't like it. So some people don't like it, and I can't understand why, but yeah. I love Swimming, I really do. People are lying to themselves. Yeah. That album's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, that might be a good place to sort of stop with them bits, uh, talking about the sort of rap and whatnot. But in terms of other genres, Kieran, what were your kind of favourite albums outside of rap? I had a few. It was, it's hard to cut down, obviously, but I wrote mm. Phoebe Bridges' Punisher. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like also that album, you listen to it once and it's interesting, but the more you listen to it, the better it gets because that final track, is definitely one of the best songs of the year. And I feel like when you get to that moment, you're like, bro, this was a mad journey they took me through. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the way it, it's like um, a crescendo at the end, but the yeah. whole album is so like stripped back. I'm not going to go into too much depth though. So Taylor yeah, Swift, yeah. Folklore, I thought that was a good album. Is that the surprise album she dropped? Yeah, it was It was a lockdown appropriate album. Like, it's, it's quite a deep one. And it made me like her because I actually hate her music so much. Her music ain't bad. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't hear I hate, that. Man. She's it's annoying. Like, it's like when she's people annoying. say Hannah, Mon- oh, Hannah Montana, what's her name? Miley Cyrus is bad. She makes really good pop music, man. You got to let them people do what they do. Miley Cyrus is dope, but Taylor Swift is like generic pop trash music. Like that Shake It Off song is so annoying, <laughs> honestly. Like, anyway. But you know it though. Music. That's the problem. Not, that's what you got to realize. Trying to get when you don't like an artist, yeah. When you don't like an artist, but you know their song, you have to give them respect because that song's getting played a fuck yeah, ton. True, Someone's true. getting rich off that song, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like also, it's hard. Um, Tame Impala, Slow Rush. Obviously. That's, like, that's, that is, like, that album's magic. Moving on. Damn, that album's fucking fire. That album is. Oh, I was waiting for that. Appropriate. Oh man, that's jokes. Sam, we gotta let you go on then. You, you got, you got some respect on my name. Got to man. <laughs> Put some respect on Kevin Parker's name. The album's just amazing, man. Taylor Parler is the best fucking thing in the world. You can't tell me no different. Like, you can't tell me any different other than the fact that that guy is a beast. He makes all that music himself. Then he goes and hires some other people to fucking perform that bitch for him. I, you can't do. You can't to get to where he's got to. You have to have done the right balance of drugs and not died, mm-hmm. but also be an amazing musician. And he's both of those things. 
he's like a one-man Beatles, I always think, when I listen to him. Better than that, man. Oh, stop. He's, like, he's like all of the best <laughs> rock bands rolled into one. It'd be yeah. like they all had a weird kind of kind of orgy and made one person out of it. That's what he is. But yeah, Tame Impala. That album, that album hits different that. vibes though. It's not, it's not there. Like I feel like you could play that around anybody and they'll vibe to some part of the album. Mm-hmm. Like breathe deeper. Oh, okay. I haven't finished yet. Oh wait, no, no, no. Let's let you go on. You might as well do a review at this point. <laughs> no, no, no. Like breathe deeper. I was in the car once and that came on. Breathe deeper came on. Mum was like, "Oh, this is funky." Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, "This is." This is jamming. I was like, yeah, it's David Parler. She's like, I'm going to download it now. So <laughs> That would have been summer vibes. And that's the problem. We got denied all the moments that you would have with music this year. That's what fucked mm. up my year. Yeah, that's why it's a crap year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, sorry, you were, you were saying to go on to something else. No, I was going to say, what um, what else you got? That's one. Have you got any others? Or uh, That tricot thing I sent that no one probably listened to. I like math. Oh, rock. I, I listen. I listen. Yeah, oh, I, 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 I didn't listen. No, you don't have to. Oh, I, I don't think it's for you guys. It's it's really technical kind of rock rock kind of pop from Japan. It's really really good. Like it's really technical, and I enjoy it for a kind of that nerdy fix of like, oh well, listen to the solos, that type of thing. So yeah, yeah, tricot. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Pretty good in the first listen. Tricot. Okay, Theo, what you got? Uh, I've got John Legend's um, album of Bigger Love. That I thought that was a solid album. Definitely, definitely love that album. That guy doesn't miss for me, man. He's just, his voice is just lush, yeah, just beautiful, man. And that album was just, oh, it was just amazing. Still, return to that album was great. Um, I like Biffy Cairo's album this year. They, they, they've Ooh. just come back with a band. That was a great album. Really, yeah. really enjoyed that album. Yeah, that was like some of their best. Well, really, I thought, because I was really vibing out to that album. I like Thundercats album. That was decent. That was good. Mm. And then um, this is going to be a controversial one, really, because it's shout, because everyone's raving over it. But, but The Weeknd's album, I, I don't know how yeah. to... No, I don't know what... So, I know he's getting a lot of praise and everything, can rightfully so, and I'm happy for The Weeknd. And even though at first I felt underwhelmed when I listened to that album... It's grown on me a bit. I still wouldn't say it's amazing. I love some of the songs from it, but um, I can't fault him for the work that he's done because some of those songs on that album are amazing, but I still wouldn't say it's the weekend that I would have gravitated towards. If he made, um, if he, if that album was full of Escape from LA, then I'm all over I'm all over that album. But obviously he's yeah. more to his sort of poppy vibe and everyone's loving that album, aren't they? But I can't fault what he's doing. He's doing amazing things at the moment, so... Yeah, it didn't make one of my favourites, but I'll tell you what, the visuals for that album are crazy. Yeah, yeah it's like, made a proper yeah. character and a proper, yeah. he's like, he's rung that on for almost a year now and it's working. Wasn't that from that film, um, Something in Vegas, Some last Something in, no? He was referencing uh, something, I can't remember what it was. I, I feel like I've seen a film like that or read a book, one of the two, Something, Something, Something in Vegas and it's, yeah, the same kind of vibe. Well, no, is that, that that's some of the best visuals I've seen in a while. And he's really, yeah. really, it's gone on, like I said, for almost a year now, and it's not yeah, he's, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he's created a proper character there. It's great. Um, maybe I'll return to it one day, but it, yeah, the music just didn't hit me really. It was a cool album, it was cool, but it wasn't, yeah. Um, yeah. I guess for me, my one, my favorite non rap album, I don't know if any of you listened to it, Jesse Ware. 
What's your pleasure? Oh, I like oh. her on subtract stuff. Oh, yeah, I like yeah, same, I same. Realize you did. Yeah, I need to check that out. Hey, then. If you like want, I like her first two projects. I was about actually. to say, yeah, I've heard her first two yeah, projects. Yeah. Sean, Sean pushed the first one on me, and I was like, this ain't too bad. Yeah. Then she was on subtract yeah, stuff. I, like I was like, I, I fucked with this. Yeah, that album. If you want some new disco synth pop, sort of. Oh no, I'm, I'm down for the synth pop. Mix together. Yeah, oh, you can check it out. Listen to it. Yeah, honestly, like and the production, the production is so good. So like a lot of these synthy um, pop people, they they get amazing production and amazing kind of songs written for them, or they write them themselves, but then they never get any kind of big audience because people aren't really into that. I feel like it's like white girl music, and it's not. No, this stuff is this stuff is this wanted me to go to. A, I really wanted to go to clubs when I was listening to this stuff. Really great music. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I liked um, Christine and the Queens dropped an EP, which I thought was really good. That EP was uh, sick. Yeah. And then Fanboy moment for me, The Strokes, their their latest album was a great return to form. Weren't you trying to see them live before uh, Corona messed yeah. up the world? Yeah, they they um they did a tour uh, like a uh, quite a sort of late announcement tour thing. Um, I didn't get tickets, but. I saw them last year at a festival, oh, not last year, I saw them in 2019 at a festival and it was brilliant. But yeah, The Strokes was in there for me. And then also, just, just to quickly mention, I liked um, Perfume Genius's album. Yeah, that was in mine as well, actually. Yeah. That was a sick album. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And then, um, is it, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name, is it Moses Sunley? Is that right? No I think that's clue. his name. Is that his name? Is that his name? Um, Grey, the album's called or something like that? Yeah, that was a different experience. That was cool. But that's it for me, really, in terms of honourable men- uh, not honourable mentions, uh, other genres. And there was then- another album of those, um, the Avalanches one. Who's heard that? Oh, I've not got to that. I'm seeing it come up a lot, end of year lists and all that, it's, but it's I've not pretty, got to that. It's, it's, it's mad. Like It's really like ambient, and then there's like massive pop songs here and there. Okay, nice. Say nice. that one again, what was it called? The Avalanches. The Avalanches. Um, I'm sure there. you've listened to them. Do you remember you used to love their debut album? I feel like... Do you remember that song? Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm looking. Since I left you. Yeah. Getting a mention in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the drawing man. Um, I, I feel like I've heard some um, of this. Yeah. yeah. Right. Last but not least, most anticipated projects of 2021. Before I... I'll let you go first, but before I do, I just want to say, I do this thing. I did it last year. I might have sent it to you, Sam. You probably don't remember where I... (laughs) (laughs) That music. It's made me feel suspicious of myself. (laughs) Um, No, so I do this thing where I have three uh, three picks. No, he's he's, he's putting me on. (laughs) Go on, man. Do your thing. Do your thing. Three picks. Three picks. One pick, I... No. First, first one I do is um, something that I know that is coming out, so it has a release date. Second pick is something that is likely to come out. There's a lot of rumours. Um, we just don't know when it's coming. And the third one is we've heard nothing. We don't know if it's coming. That's how I do mine. But um, Kieran, what's your what's your most anticipated? Sean, I don't know if any of mine fit into that. Like, they might. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, like, maybe it's this, maybe it's not. I don't, I don't even know. Like, I don't care. I just know. Kira, Kira's like, I want the detox now that Dre's dying. I need that. <laughs> no, I actually heard Dre's got a new album coming out. So it ain't the detox. I was, though. I was considering, but um, 
I wrote, the Detox and Yandy are on the same hard drive, locked up somewhere. No, nah, <laughs> Yandy, I need Yandy still. Still. Um, no. I wrote, um, <laughs> I wrote, <laughs> I wrote Travis Scott Utopia. Apparently that's got highest Ooh. in the room on it and franchise. Do you think so? Or do you think those are just singles that he... You know no, what I mean? that's what go on the Wikipedia. It's saying that. So oh, there's a Wikipedia for it. Oh, shit. yeah. I, that's why I wrote it down. I was like, this is official. <laughs> I didn't think it was. That oh, deep, damn. But... It's a McDonald's um... album. He's on that Timberlake <laughs> stuff. Obviously, um, Kendrick Untitled Rock album. That's what I wrote down. Uh. I don't know what it is, but I wrote that. Why did you say? Uh? <laughs> <laughs> I said. Uh. <laughs> no, that was inappropriate. I'm trying to hear that. <laughs> Baby, <laughs> just I'm, just free. I'm not trying to hear that. I'm really not trying to hear that anymore. I'm just, I'm just picturing him doing the flipping voice he did on the Travis Scott remix with a little guitar, like giving it his all. No, I don't know if I'm here for that. Oh, no, that was that was pretty that. sick though. Are you talking about when he did that, put the pussy on a pedestal thing? Oh no, that was hard. But oh. I'm just thinking if he does a whole album of that with a little guitar, and I'm... fair enough. Um, anyway, anyway. I wrote no. I wrote this third pick, but like it's kind of trash, and I kind of wish I wrote Kanye. But basically, I wrote down Nicki Minaj Pink Friday too. I don't. I don't doubt like, that. That's gonna be bad. Yeah, that's like, not gonna be bad. That's gonna be good. I like Nicki Minaj. I, yeah. I I feel like she's like on this curve now. Like she started really high, and she went like a bit in a dip, and she started going back up again. I feel like so, she's feeling pressure from the Cardi B's and Meg The Stallions. Even yeah, I, know, I, I, de- I, I definitely think that. Yeah, but they're I not as good that. as her. They just got no, better songs. I know songs. that's what's mad. That's what's mad. They're just they're just applying yeah. pressure because they just everything's a banger. <laughs> Cardi B just talks about her vagina and her head game, and it's a smash. And Meg The Stallion just has to get her bum out, and it's a smash. They're just copies. But, they're but copies. the thing is, Nikki's, Nikki's in her own lane, and yet, yeah, yeah, Nikki has she them, don't even get close to her. She but, had them voices, yeah, them accents. She's on one of the best rap albums of eternity. Mm. She's on My Beautiful Dark mm. Twisted Fantasy, but she the feels like words, she feels like she needs to fucking do something. When she she doesn't, she's competing against a stripper and a big yeah. woman from Texas. What? <laughs> why? But. I think like she wants to compare to the male rappers as well. It's not just like the I, trash female. That needs rappers. to stop. I feel like I feel like now the stage I'm at right now, if you're a rapper, you're a rapper. If you're a woman, you're still a rapper. I'm yeah. not going this whole female rapper route anymore. I, I can't be bothered with it no more. That is her vibe though. That's oh no, she is a fe- she's stuff. definitely a female. She ain't trying to do like a young MA vibe where she's a you know what I mean a lesbian. She's she's a full woman, isn't it? But I don't know. I'm sad. I'm sad for Nicki Minaj. She she had so many different places she she could she could have got to, and she never made it. And Azealia Literally. Banks. Fear. <coughs> mm, mm. uh, we got. Well, uh, I know Kieran already knows one because man got him, got me hyped. J uh, Cole. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for J Cole, man. Why do you uh, want another J Cole album? Because I, I just need to after I'm hearing those snippets. You, I, I was so one much. of the biggest I'm J Cole ready. fans in the world until he did me dirty. What? Who names a song "Wet Dreams"? I can't be on my ones. It's a song called "Wet Dreams." I can't. Yeah, that that ruined it for me as well. <laughs> I never did this before, and I'm not doing it again. Oh, fucking he, he hell! Lost the fan for a few years. I stopped listening to him. Uh, he lost me for life. Harsh, man. <laughs> Oh Gosh. my god! <laughs> Wet dreams. <laughs> anyway, um, no, no. I'm, in all seriousness, I am ready for J Cole. So, um, and no, and yeah, no. I'm looking forward to Drake. I'm not going to lie, man. I need to see what this guy drops. Um, um, but 
quite quite hard, quite interested to see what he drops. Um, obviously Kendrick, but I have no idea what he's going to do. So I'm not even going to entertain what what he might do until something substantial or something significant says uh, he's going to release anything. So I'm not even going to enter my mind with that. Uh, Pusha T um, is dropping next year, and he might be right. he, yeah, and he might be with the Neptunes and so. So I'm really interested about hearing that. So that might sound good. And obviously, see what Griselda do again because you know they're going to be active. So Griselda, Griselda, Griselda. That's me, really. Oh, oh, and I can't forget Soul actually, Absol. Yeah, really. No, I'm interested. In yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see if he comes back. Solo, comes, oh. comes and does his thing. solo. That so. freestyle he dropped was sick. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. So it's crazy. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm just going to quickly say there's. You all know that when it comes to like the my favorite artists. Frank Ocean and Kenji Lamar are like, they're up here. You know, no one can touch them. So there's no point in me even saying that. But my first pick, the one that we know that's coming, is Slow Tire Tyrone. I want to hear what he's got to say. I think he had a, a good, a really solid debut. He had a bit of a, a turbulent year last year, with the whole NME Awards, N yeah, NME Awards situation. Did you see that? What, what, where he was on the stage and did a whole bunch of dumbness? Yeah, he like was, what? He was rude, wasn't he? Sort of. Yeah, it was like kind of harassing the, the, the woman presenting the award, the, the comedian, and then people in the crowd gave it, and then he jumped in the crowd. It, it was all a bit messy, but I want to I wanna know what he's got to say. I man. feel like I he was just a... drunk, though. Like, sometimes he people, was, he was. He people was. forget, like, every people that don't drink forget, well, not forget, they don't know that when you're drunk, you're just an idiot, yeah? It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. And then people that do drink, they forget that they get drunk, and they like everybody's an idiot when they're drunk. you got to just forgive yeah. drunk people. Obviously, was wrong, but I don't know, man. But I think he's an important voice in the scene. I think he makes really good music. Um, there's no one really like him at the minute. And yeah, I just want to see what he's got to say, really. Not about that specifically, but just like in general. Um, yeah, I think he's a, he's a real interesting artist. I, I haven't progressed much Second... from Tea and Biscuits, though. Oh, really? For me, Tea and Biscuits was his oh, peak, okay. and he's never got anywhere near that. That's true. He's got a song called Di he's got a song called Disneyland, which I highly recommend. That's that's a great. I like his voice. He's got this weird kind of scratchy voice, but he doesn't use it the same way he did in Tea and Biscuits ever again. And it's like, why would you not take advantage of your weird, unique voice? That James Blake song, though, what's that called? That's a good song. Uh, Feel away, the one with yeah, um, yeah, with Kimby as well. Two artists that I really like. Favorites. Yeah, I like Mount Kimby. He's, as well. he's getting good uh, features. But... I ain't gonna lie, Slow Tie is yeah. getting some damn good features. Well, he just dropped the single with ASAP Rocky 2, the mad video. So, yeah, yeah album's that. coming out February. I'm looking forward to that. Second pick, something that is it we're probably going to get, but there's no date, is Isaiah Rashad. I think mm. it's The House is Burning or The House is Burning. Yeah, it is. It's called yeah, The House. I love Isaiah, yeah. Isaiah Rashad. He's got a, there's a, there's a soul and a, and a passion in his voice, man. The way, the way he raps up, you know. And we haven't heard from him for four years. Four, five years? Yeah. Four, yeah. Five yeah, years the nearly, yeah. The Sun's yeah, Tirade was a um, damn good album, though. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's he's a great artist, man. I, I want to hear him. And then my final pick, something that I've not heard anything about. I need new Samfer, man. I need another. Oh, I don't know if you're ready for them tears, yeah, boy. Was, oh, he was on my list. You know that. Yeah. I, I I just didn't want to go on too much. I, yeah, I was. I've got Samfer. Looking forward to Samfer as well. He re yeah. apparently released a song, and in September that I didn't know about Walking Flames. Where? What? Mm, I'm looking at it. Samfer is. Uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, Sanford is releasing stuff uh, with Actress, which I didn't know. If you'd like dancey music, listen to Actress. Nice. 
Nice. Yeah, Sam, what's your uh, your free, your top three anticipated for 2021? Anticipated, Drake and Chip. The reason why I put them together is it's coming out the same month, so it kind of, it, one's going to, one's going to, tr- I don't know which one comes out first, but one's going to trump the other for me. It probably is going to be Chip because Chip is going to definitely deliver. No questions asked. Hopefully Drake delivers. My Woodlike album, the Schoolboy album maybe? Okay. You know, you know, I've heard rumors there might be a schoolboy album this year. Well, he's always in the studio, but he's yeah. he's very yeah. not on social media, so you don't know what he does on no. a day to day basis. And it's been a like year. It could, yeah, it could be an interesting year for TDE. Like you might get, a, you could get a few releases because I have heard there has been whisperings that uh, Q could drop this year. He so. normally drops every three four years, from what I can yeah. I can kind of gather. So maybe. Yeah. I don't know, maybe what didn't make it on Crash Talk or whatever, because I remember he said he threw away some songs on, on Crash Talk. So yeah. maybe that, I'd, I'd like to hear oh. a schoolboy cue. Yeah. I won't want it if it's far away from Crash Talk, though. Crash Talk was all right. Yours Crash Talk was a step, nah, but not, it weren't on the uh, level of It weren't Blankface, no, no. But it was And I like, I like schoolboy cue, but I, yeah, don't, don't get me far away from that album, please. Fair please enough. Do and my dream pick? Uh, dream. Kanye. No, nah, no, I don't want to hear a Kanye album. No, Are no, no. you done? No, I'm done. I'm done. He's in the same bag as J. Cole. Just yeah. let the legendariness remain where it was and then stay over there. Oh, man. You're so deep oh. to Cole. <laughs> let him have one more. It's disgusting. It? <laughs> the dream would be to hear a good MF Doom post Hummus album. Yeah, I wanted that. Yeah, that but, but I don't know whether or not that will happen. I don't know what his whole estate situation is and blah, blah, blah. But that would be amazing. Well, Flying Lotus said he was working on a project with him. Really? This is, yeah, this is true. Yeah. But I, I'm talking about like stuff from years ago. I want to hear that stuff. Throwaway w- stuff back then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to hear the stuff that he never released. I don't want to hear Besides. what he was working on, unfortunately. And um, yeah. yeah, but if it, if it's not that, then like a realistic one that could happen, a Jay-Z album. Because it's been four years. Mm. Mm. Jay-Z. Yeah. Okay. Even though he yeah. released the worst song of 2020... Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> that, bad. that song was bad. The worst. Terrible. That song came and went so fast. Yeah. Yeah, the less said the better. Less said the better. Okay, well, I think from, from looking at our picks, I think 2020 shaped up to be a, a pretty good year musically. Obviously, we missed out. No, no, 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a, was a good year. 21. Um, but let's hope 2021. Uh, yeah, 21. Hopefully... Uh, Turns out to be a better one, and we can actually go to shows and festivals and clubs. That ain't and happening. That, that ain't that happening, man. It's, it's yeah, not, no, yeah. I'm, I'm being optimistic. That ain't fucking happening. I, I expect to be able. I expect to be able to go to open mic nights and stuff like that, small gigs, but big concert vibes where I can like rub no. elbows with someone and yeah. someone could sweat in my face. That's not happening for another two years. Mm. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's gonna be a while. And I'm not trying to mosh in a oh. face mask either because that's just air. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> People be passing out left, right, and center. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that'd be ca- carnage. That'd be carnage. Okay. Kanye-age. Kanye-age. <laughs> Jesus. 